With festival and event season fast approaching, you and your product deserve to be the center of attention. With a unique mobile event trailer from Brant Mobile Rentals, you can leave your 10x10 pop-up tent packed out. The trailer features two serving windows, multiple size fridges, and four taps for kegs on board, just to name a few features. And a non-branded trailer allows you to add your own personal touch. Visit BrantMobileRentals.ca or reach out for more information via email to info at BrantMobileRentals.ca or on their Instagram at BrantMobileRentals. Welcome to Season 3 of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs Podcast. I'm Tyler. If you're new to the podcast, we are three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, you know what to expect. The three connoisseurs haven't changed, and the producers are always a wild card. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our previous content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And today is producer Aiden. Hey, Aiden. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Tyler's so happy to see Aiden. Yep. <laughs> did you guys like that earlier on when we did the whole yep 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 thing yeah i did actually. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good yeah no one knows what we're talking yeah. about <laughs> so in today's yep. episode we're going to be reviewing shakespeare brewing out of the village of shakespeare yes and we're going to be as always having two beers in this episode the first is the grumpy goat which is an ipa and the second is the fry fogel fox which is a lager hey good job with your alliteration there right <laughs> they, they were trying to screw me up, and yes. I nailed it. Yeah, we'll see if that uh, trend holds first true. Take, too. <laughs> yeah, that was, first, that take was first take, too. First take, too. It's true. <laughs> and to finish off today's episode, we're actually talking about some of our favorite food items, just to throw in a couple more Fs. You guys good with that? Yeah. Let's <laughs> alliterate all day. There you go. We'll be right back. Okay, okay, okay. Doth, aren't we back? I knew there was going to be some Shakespeare uh, done in here. <laughs> some Shakespeare done down yeah, in here. Done in here, yeah. That's yeah, really we is going to be doing that in here, Brett. I should uh, have, uh, you know, cut, did some research on like Hamlet and uh, all this, you know, public schools in Stratford. I was, we could get to that. We could maybe talk about that a little bit after this because yeah, yeah. I do have some information I could probably divulge in that. Okay, good. Um, uh, anyways, Shakespeare Brewing is located at 21878 Line 34 in Shakespeare, which is in the Perth County, if you will. It is on per- in Perth County, yeah. Right on Highway 8, sandwiched <laughs> between a convenience <laughs> store and a fire hall. It's true. It's brewery, one side, convenience store, one side, fire hall. Right. The bricks awesome. and mortar location used to be an old school bus garage. Shakespeare was uh, opened in July of 2017. And you can tell it was an old garage because it has two garage doors that lift up. Wow. <laughs> right? I mean, in fairness, half of craft breweries have garage doors that open up. <laughs> it must have been school bus garages, Chris. <laughs> so this Shakespeare- is a really big garage door. <laughs> so Shakespeare is owned by the husband and wife team of Aiden and Katie Gutra. Like the- Aiden, our producer? No, no, no. Different Aiden. Different Aiden. I know it was going to be confusing for me. But just for the listeners, no. It's a different Aiden. Okay. I, don't, I think must be a reason why we picked Aiden for this episode. Well, anyway, spelled different, right? They are spelled different. Yeah. According to their IDs. It's I haven't true. checked Aiden the brewer, like the guy who owns Shakespeare's ID, but I've checked his. 
His is spelled differently. His is the guy that you're pointing at, which is the producer in this instance, for those <laughs> who cannot see the emphatic point. <laughs> this is correct. Did, anyway. did you like card him before he came in to record? We card, we card all producers. <laughs> oh, I missed that part. Yeah, usually you're not here for that, but today I was last. <laughs> <laughs> it's an agent majority event. That's fair. Bud. That's fair. Yeah. All right, we're not serving. <laughs> yeah, we're not serving <laughs> underagers. We <laughs> don't know who these producers are. We got to check their ID. <laughs> the crappier costumes. If it's one thing we got, it's dignity. Okay. <laughs> And and apparently our smart serves. Anyway. <laughs> I don't care if this is a private event. We're carting everybody that comes through this door. All right. Anyway, a little off, off track there, but we'll get back here. So the idea for Shakespeare came after a nine-month trip the couple took together in Europe. So while working on a farm in England, which had their own brewery to supply a pub on top of the hill, their brewer had hurt their back. So Aiden had to become the, arm, the arms and legs, and Aiden learned how to brew. Beer. Now, here's the best thing about this, right? Because yeah. the idea came after a nine-month trip. Yeah. I'm going to just put it out there and say this is probably the best gift you could have after nine months. You know, coming back with a brewery idea, okay? Because there's things after nine months, you're, you're tied into that for 18 years, and hopefully Shakespeare Brewery lasts a little bit longer than 18 years. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I so I, I wonder when in that nine month trip the uh, the bird is back and Aiden took over day two. Yeah. <laughs> it was like with two weeks left. He's like, oh, I'll, their, I'll figure out how to. It was brew all beer. part of their master plan. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> or maybe they were planning to have like a one month trip, and he's like, I just want to keep brewing beer, and they just stayed for nine months. Yeah, these things could have happened. Anyway, um, so once they returned to Canada, uh, Aiden um, worked at Bell City in Brantford. Uh, for two and a half years, and Bell City had then purchased new equipment. So Aiden and Katie were able to purchase their Bell City's old equipment and went to Shakespeare in order to start up the brewery. Cool. So something good came out of Brantford. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can. <laughs> you were definitely living in... No, I'm kidding. You lived there for a while. I did. Yeah. yeah. You're right. And I got out. <laughs> yeah, you got out. Yes, <laughs> you did. Got out when I could. <laughs> yep. Yep. So the beers themselves, they are brew on certified, which means that the beers are brewed with Ontario grown barley and hops. Uh, so they focus on making sure that each beer has a specific character, whether it's through the can art or the story behind the beer or just the beer itself. It's true. Now, there, some of their can art, let me tell you, okay, it's good stuff. <laughs> it is some good stuff. It's, it's interesting for sure. Right? Uh, and we'll kind of get into that in, in, a, in a little bit anyway. So, what is producer Aiden doing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Right? I'm, I'm kind of getting lost in this too. But You're right. Yeah. I'm also getting lost in this. Um, apparently, we did not check the technological skills on him, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, so the brewery has the ability to, for its garage doors to be opened. Up oh, that, that works, <laughs> yes. yeah. <laughs> up in the summertime along with a picnic table patio. Um, through lockdowns, they did have the BYOC program, which is bring your own chair to the patio, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. We did that once. Um, myself did, and my wife. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. All a blur. <laughs> yes. um, so in terms of that, I was actually one of the first people to know that uh, Shakespeare is going to be becoming a, a brewery because uh, they kind of walked into my place of work and asked for different things. Um, I was not able to. <laughs> That's awfully vague. Well, I'm trying that not is, to go. That is 100% board. the work you do. Yeah. <laughs> different things. I was saying I'm not trying to go full bore in terms of what they were looking for and what my work does, uh, but I was able to steer them in the right direction. Uh, come into my place of employment and uh, you will get a couple things. <laughs> 
That's good. Yeah. You're asking for things. I can give you things. Yeah, come things. come here and get things. <laughs> you need the things. We got the things. I refer them to different no things. No problem. <laughs> if I don't have the things, I'll tell you where the things are. <laughs> Well, that's good. So you knew about it first. Uh, yeah. I was now, did they out. give you an like a like a certificate for that or no? No, I no. just apply that. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna have more stops than Shakespeare. Did you get like a free beer or anything like that? I mean, I've had a couple free ones there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, if you're at the brewery, they do have some live music, along with an old school Nintendo 64 uh, with a few classic games such as um, you know NBA Jam or GoldenEye. Maybe. They Maybe. don't have them there yet. But they're working on them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they may or may not be getting them. It's part of the things program. <laughs> it's true. Obviously, you did not read that part. But anyway. it's, been, it's been six years since they opened. They still haven't got all their things. <laughs> Fair enough. It's imports, exports. Yes. It's very yes. difficult to understand. But Aiden, Aiden, was, Aiden was very clear that the TV holds up with really good graphics when you're playing the N64. So what games do they have? <laughs> I didn't check NBA that. Jam. I missed it. It was All right. Well, they also have a few classic board games, I think. Since then, they've been able to expand inside a little bit. So that allows for more space for board games, like maybe Twister or something like that. Yes, that's true. Now, if... Um, the lack of games on the 64 that, that Chris previously mentioned, or uh, the board games don't uh, cut it for you. They do have events. And so in, in the month of May, we can tell you that uh, some of these events are, are over. Uh, the, first one, <laughs> <laughs> the first one that was listed uh, by Aiden, the producer, was for May the 4th. So may the 4th be with you. It's, it's, it's past. But uh, tomorrow. Hold on. How did they have May the 4th? They had a around-the-world trivia event, but they didn't have a Star Wars trivia Maybe event? Maybe because the Millennium Falcon was going around the world. I don't know. <laughs> Tough to say. Now, tomorrow, we have Jeff and Trish, music duo, from 6 to 8 uh, p.m. There you go. And then uh, next Thursday, general pub trivia. Okay, $5 or free for BSP members. Teams of two to four. So yep. <laughs> you'd be bringing a five? You're yep. saying now this you is like also, curling. You could also have a team of three. It's that's true. true. You could, yeah. but if somebody brings a team of uh, five, maybe you get that fifth guy on that team of three. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, the 28th of this month, we got Brian Gardner music, uh, six to eight. So a real big uh, two-hour set by the looks of it uh, from six to eight p.m. So if you're looking for some music, um, generally on a Friday evening. Um, Shakespeare's the place to be. And trivia on Thursdays, looks like. Yes. Anyway, we should probably about. get back to the beers, eh? Shouldn't we? Well, so, we're talking about the brewery. Yeah, I'm talking about the beers now. Okay. Okay. So, on so untapped. How can we get back to something that we weren't <laughs> even on? <laughs> Trying to segue, my friend. Anyway, on untapped, Shakespeare's had created 25 different beers with an average rating of 3.1 out of 5. Okay. Myself, I have had 17 beers, the top rated being the strawberry vanilla milkshake. Oh, you love that beer. I do love that beer. Um, I will say the first version of it was absolutely dynamite. The versions since haven't necessarily got up to the hype of the first one. Uh, Producer Aiden can agree with me on this one. Um, it's it's still a good beer. It's just not what it was the first time. But it's still a very really good beer. So your first time was the best time? My first time was the best time. Nice. All right. Uh, for myself, I've had seven. Uh, the highest was the Bubbling Bear Blueberry Wheat. 
um, which was 3.75. And I believe I had this out of a growler with producer Aiden around a campfire, which was just absolutely beautiful. We were not the only two people there, Brad. I know where you're going. No, 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 no. I, I do want to segue this for a little bit. You were on this segue, know, right? Let right. me tell yeah. you. So uh, there was a time when you had posted a Shakespeare picture <laughs> of the orange ginger beer. You want okay. to do that now? <laughs> yeah. Do that now. Okay, do it now. Because we're speaking of untapped. It just makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know if it was a day later, a couple days later, or a couple hours later. I don't know the exact, that exact time frame. Mm-hmm. But somebody else had posted the exact same picture of this beer that you had shared. It's true. On their own untapped. It was producer Aiden and myself had the beer. and At th- Aiden's house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. With the backyard of Aiden's, <laughs> yeah. Aiden's place. Um, and yeah. And then all of a sudden, just I believe... Just ripped our photo off. Yeah, just ripped, like, total copyright. <laughs> and and, I, I and believe, you didn't know this person, right? Didn't, nope. no, no clue. Nope. Just went on to Untapped and just... <laughs> she gone. Posted it as her own. Saw it because we pay attention to Shakespeare's beer. Shakespeare's beer right. Uh, which they should just call it Shakespeare, if you would. Uh, and that, that's, that was hilarious because we're like, hey, so we, I reached out to the fella. Yes. I said, hey, nice picture you got there, pal. And was like, oh, no, 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 no. And they completely blocked me from everything. (laughs) Untapped, everything else, gone. And you know what? If you're out there and you're listening, (laughs) let me tell you, that picture, that's our picture. It's craft beer connoisseur picture now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it was just a funny start. It was, it was like, who does that? Who goes on and is like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take that picture and put it in my picture and post that same beer. I mean, maybe it's a compliment. He's like, this picture is so nice. I want to have it. It, it was a damn own. good picture, but also he wasn't there. Yeah. But not only that, but it was just, it was, it wasn't the best picture. Like we went through some of the pictures. There were some better pictures. It was just like, okay. Like it was on one of those like fold up chairs that had like the pop out, uh, like kind of a TV tray on it. It wasn't great. Maybe and this guy was not sitting on that chair, the TV chair, or anything like you're that. You're really stuck on the. If you guys at home don't understand, the guy was not there. Okay? <laughs> we don't know. Not we don't know who this person is. Uh, um, all right. Well, segue. Uh, myself, I have had. <laughs> I have had two beers from Shakespeare. Uh, the strawberry vanilla milkshake was my highest rated at three point five. And speaking of settings, I believe I had that in my garage with you, Tyler. You certainly did. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to get the producers? Sure. Uh, So Aiden has had 21 beers from Shakespeare. So he beats you, Brett. 21 out of 25. Look at that. He hasn't given any things, but he's got things (laughs) from them. (laughs) He's got the imports. He hasn't given the exports. So his highest rated was also the strawberry vanilla milkshake at 4.75. Yes. Uh, So I want to touch a little bit about the can art. In terms of what they do at Shakespeare. Now, we before we go yeah. on with yeah. that, is we don't have any actual cans in front of us at this time. So this is just you talking about can art in general. Yes. So you should have no issues with this. Yes, correct. Okay. So they usually involve Shakespeare or some 1800s kind of stuff in some way, shape, or form. I think Shakespeare was before the 1800s, but... Yeah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I... Immediately regret what I said. <laughs> to set you up. 1600s, whatever. So, for example, the strawberry vanilla milkshake is a picture of William Shakespeare, except his head is a strawberry. Okay. 
their bumbling bear is a blue bear dressed in like the 1800s attire and like a beret with a feather sticking out of it. And like the one eyeglass, I don't actually know what they call it, like the one eyeglass. Monocle. Like, monocle, thank you. Monocle. Monocle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's it's just, it's very, very clever canner. And we'll see that actually with the grumpy goat and the uh, fry fogel. I'm sure you'll have no problem talking about those ones either. Oh, I will not. But can you tell us the hours at the brewery, please? Absolutely. So they are open Thursday to Friday from 12 to 6. Uh, the hours, of course, are extended if there's live, live music. Or as, trivia. As we told you. Yeah, or trivia. Uh, and then Saturdays and Sundays from 12 to 4. Uh, they're also available at the Stratford Farmer's Market every Saturday from 7 in the morning until 12. Yes, sir. There you, there you go. go. So... Of course, if you want to get a hold of their beer or get a hold of them, we're going to link to their information on our social media. Yes, sir. And we're going to move on to act number one. Okay, we're going to have our first beer here in act one. So big thank you to Aiden, again, not the producer, but Aiden at Shakespeare and Katie. Uh, for the beers on today's episode. So yeah. thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. Oh, there you go. Okay. Aiden clapping for Aiden. Uh, and also a big shout out, Brett, to your daughter. Yes. Um, Ooh, uh, so no, I, I hear know. that she was the one. Who, no, no, you, you were the one who clapped. Yeah. <laughs> she was the one who picked out the two beers that we're going to have today. Yes, that we are. Awesome. Is well. she also going to explain the can art? <laughs> She's probably doing a better job than I would. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> so the first beer we're going to have today is the Grumpy Goat, which is an IPA, and it comes in at 6% ABV with 60 IBUs. Yes. So the Grumpy Goat is an IPA based on bitterness, since it's the goat's middle name. This beer will bring powerful pine-like flavor, which is complemented by a sharp hop aroma. The goat will headbutt you with excessive use of both Zeus and Chinook hops. And just so you know, the goat is still grumpy. I don't know why it's still grumpy, but it is. There you go. So you can <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons and on Untapped at craftbeerconsumers. The rating for this beer is three point four nine out of five with six hundred ninety one check ins. Uh, we'll get confirmation from producer rating to make sure that that is true. And uh, currently, right now, it sits at uh, eleven five out of fives. Again, we're going to get confirmation on that. Well, Aiden's looking that up. Let's kind of go off a uh, script here. Okay. And we kind of mentioned it. You put a little pin in earlier on about uh, Shakespeare and, and the ties to Stratford. Did anybody learn Shakespeare? And if you did, when did you learn it? Uh, it'd be like grade four, grade five. Define learn. Like, <laughs> when was it yesterday. first taught to you? <laughs> we read Shakespeare books. One, we read one play every year in English in high school. That that was my first introduction and to Shakespeare. Same with it. And for me, I started learning Shakespeare in grade two. Yikes. Yeah. So we had uh, a teacher, Mrs. Burdett, and she has uh, Shakespeare for Kids, I believe. You can find her books. I'll give a little shameless plug for her. Um, I believe on Amazon. They're they're out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, Lois Burdett, Shakespeare for Kids, uh, good teaching resource. And um, I don't know how she got around it, but the kids would do all the drawings for the Shakespearean plays. So they would focus on like, a Midsummer Night's Dream, and then she would write a book mm. of shortened versions of what that that play was, and the artwork was by the kids in the class, and then she nice. published that. So um, you can see uh, some of that. So that was done at the school I went to, which was aptly named Hamlet, uh, because all the schools pretty well for elementary in Stratford are named after Shakespearean plays, including one that is Shakespeare. 
There was Shakespeare. <laughs> there was Romeo, Juliet. There was King Lear, Hamlet, Bedford. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway was another one, yeah. Juliet's not there anymore, but anyway, no. that's the point. Maybe there's King Lear. True. <laughs> and there was Avalon as well. Yeah. But anyways, I uh, just wanted to go on a little there tangent there. And thank you, Eden, for getting the confirmation on that. There's still 691 check-ins, uh, overall 3.49, and the 11 5 to 5s. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's grab our cans, and uh, let's grab our glasses, and let's open her up. I will happily note, no spillage. Yes, it was a good opening. <laughs> so uh, this is an IPA, so of course we are drinking this out of an IPA glass, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Very good. All right, what do you guys see in here? What kind of IPA are we dealing with? What are we working with here, fellas? Let's like on the West Coast style. It I does look very West Coast. I would definitely it? agree, especially uh, when we see that there were sixty IBU. That's yeah. that's saying West Coast to me. But yeah, on the color, it's kind of uh, like a brown copper ish color. Yes, that no? is correct. Yeah, yep. no, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I've got about uh, two fingers on the uh, horizontal uh, head here. If you're doing a Brett vertical head, probably about a full hand. Uh, tough to say. Um, adjuncts though, eh? Uh, Brett, you do have about four yeah, fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you poured a big head. I did. Yeah, grumpy. I, over I, I really, was grumpy over here. I don't really have anything kind of floating around in mine. Mine's actually quite clear. Okay, might just be the glass. Might be the uh, little bit of the glass. There's a couple of marks on mine, so I don't know if that's adjuncts inside of it or not. I'm thinking it might be. Um, well, actually, I did see one floating around there. If you get it right up in the nice light there, you can see a few yeah, there's adjuncts some, there's going some. in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, blinded by the light by <laughs> producer Aiden there. there What's are. with these producers with their phone lights? I don't understand them. I simply don't. Yeah, I don't even know why we have producers. <laughs> uh, it still beats me. I don't know. I've been doing this for like two and a half years. I still have no idea why. I don't know. They they had good content. Um, what do you guys smell? You guys smell anything? Ooh, I like that. Mm. Kind of s- sweet. Yeah, sweet caramel almost. There's there's a sweet kind of like uh, breaded kind of caramel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that smells nice. Uh, not really, you know, the kind of typical smell that you would expect from an IPA. Actually, no, no, no and that's kind of what I was thinking too. Is it'll be kind of interesting to see how this one uh, tastes. Tastes. We should taste it. Oh, good idea. Wow, that kind of came together nicely. <laughs> it did. All it right, did. I'm gonna taste it, Chris. You duck. Duck. I'm just gonna taste it as well. <laughs> what did you say? Duck. I said you talk. Oh, talk. <laughs> duck. I thought you were saying duck. duck like something's gonna happen. Goose. <laughs> Mighty ducks. Mighty ducks. Okay. Um, how do you guys like it? I do like it actually. I mean, obviously, I've had this before. I haven't had it in a while. Though. Oh, obvious. Oh, okay. no, I don't know. I if you this, but this was quite. pretty obvious. <laughs> quite yes. Some Aiden's had it too. Let's be serious. Whoa, twenty-one out of twenty-five. Never picked one of these up. Look at him. Oh, don't you look like a... I look like an idiot. Like Not the first time on this podcast. <laughs> All right, yeah. Are you getting into it, Chris? Or I am. Do I, you, I, have I, you I, had an opportunity to? Or You just caught me uh, mid-sip there. I do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm getting... Uh, it's actually kind of boozy. Uh, that's kind of coming through to me. There's a bit of a booziness to it. I'm, I'm getting some of the malts, some of the caramel yeah. kind mm-hmm. of flavor. Um, Almost getting like a little bit of like a... 
pe- and like that's not I know it's not like peanut butter, but almost I'm trying to f- could just be the malt that's being used here. I could see where like you're a kind of coming from. Kind of deal. I know it's not peanut. I'm just trying to figure out like what it could be. I'm Are you figure- getting maybe it like uh, almost like a roasted like a uh, yeah like maybe like a roasted nut yeah yeah. I, I can see that. I, uh, yeah, I was just gonna say it's almost like a, a non-chocolate O. Henry. Is that uh, kind of where yeah, you're kind of falling fair. in a little yeah. bit I'm of like not, a <laughs> non-chocolate so coating? Peanuts. <laughs> well, with the caramel. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, that's what I'm thinking. Right? Is it's it kind of fits in there a little bit? Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, yeah, I, I think definitely from the the malt flavor or the malts that they used. I think that's definitely coming through the most. Not. You know, it is a West Coast IPA, but you're not getting a lot of that, you know, uh, citrusy or, you know, fruit flavor of any kind really mm-hmm. coming through. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my mistake. Um, uh, Producer Aiden has had the Grumpy Ur Goat, which is a double IPA version mm. of the Grumpy Goat. So he's had a goat before, just a really mad one. Now, the flavor profile of the Zeus Hop, I just want to kind of like bring that up because I looked it up because I was kind of curious because we haven't really seen a lot of Zeus Hops, right? No, we have not. No. Um, have aroma descriptors that kind of include a little bit pungent, black pepper, licorice, and curry. Interesting. Mm. Now, again, that's just aroma, right? And I'm kind of getting some of that black pepper now. Yeah, now that you say that, yeah. You know, just just on the nose itself, but... Interesting. I know, Chris, you're not a big fan of black licorice or anything like that. No, so. I'm not a big fan of black licorice. <laughs> I do like black pepper, though. Yep. Yeah, on the nose. There she be. Well, Brett, you were talking about uh, how unique the cans are before. I um, was, yes. What does this can look like? So. Oh, here we this go. This can. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you can kind of tell, probably it has a goat on it. Let's as be as you can tell. <laughs> as you, Everyone can tell. Uh, as yeah, from the pictures that you're looking at on Instagram while watching this, you're listening go. to this, yes. Okay. See, so the goat is uh, got his uh, arms crossed. I'm assuming he's standing on his legs for this. You can see his, um, I believe they call him what, hooves, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, Thank there you go. Do goats have two legs and two arms, or do they just have four legs? They have four legs, but for the purpose of the picture, he is standing on his bottom legs okay. and crossing his top legs. Does that okay. make more sense yes, to you? Yes, that makes more sense. Right? Yeah. Um, now, he also does, I, I don't know exactly, what is the preferred term? It's like the Shakespeare thing where like he had like the white puffy stuff. Do you know what that's called? No. Do you want me to tell you? Yes, please. It's called a ruff. A ruff. So he's has a, he's wearing a ruff. That's what he's wearing. There you go. Yeah. Good job, Brad. <laughs> but still, it's very very clever canner, and you'll see it on our, our Instagram along with the other ones that will post other beers that we've had. But like the goat's also chewing mm-hmm. a little bit, chewing uh, some cud, yeah, just yeah. some grass. He's also green. Yeah. Probably grumpy. He's not having this beer. Maybe. But not as grumpier as the other goat. Right. Yeah. The other goat was grumpier. You're right about that. There you go. Interesting. Yeah, good stuff, though. Yeah. Anyway, good, good job. Top. Good job, Brett. You did a good job at describing that. What about the uh, top five flavor profiles? I was that just going to roll into that. Yeah. Why don't you year? roll into it? Yeah. I will. Number one, hoppy. Chris and I both immediately, as you started talking, went to pour the exact same time into our mouth. And yeah. we're like, uh, hoppy, um, no. Yeah, I would not put that here. Number two, smooth. You go on this one, Chris. So you can speak for both of us. Uh, honestly, it is a little bit smooth, but it's not something that I would put in in the top five flavor profiles, I don't okay. think. Okay, number three, malty. Yes. I'd go with malty, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, number four, bitter. Yeah, I'm getting some bitterness. Yeah, it definitely has right. that bitterness. Okay. And number five, caramel. 
Yeah, I yeah. would put caramel there. I, I think we have to put something along the lines of like nutty. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm still kind of like I, I still feel like biscuity to this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like. Or toasted or roasty or something like that. Yeah, maybe like a, a toasted bread. Maybe we yeah. could go that way with it. I don't know. There, there's like a, there's a, a, a there's biscuity a, there's aspect a roast, to it. There's a roast or a toast. There's something to do with that in there. Yeah, that's good hand motions too with your roasting your toast all dance. Yeah. It's really cute. Wait till we get video all these podcasts and then like you just see all my finger motions I go through. Yeah. People are not going to like that. I don't want to see your finger motions. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Bro, carry this on. Why don't you segue into the next one? <laughs> yes. Here? So there is some people that also have had this beer before besides us and they put their thoughts on Untapped. And Tyler, you have the very first one. I do. So the first one is Christopher A. I love hoops and hops. Could be Chris's burner account. He does love hoops and he loves his hops. <laughs> I probably would use a different name if it was my burner account. But What would you use? You got a burner account? Well, that's a secret. <laughs> Fair. Miles, <laughs> then it wouldn't be a burner account. You'd know Ma- it's me. Miles Welby. Uh, <laughs> so it's a decent IPA. This is their comment. A uh, decent IPA like the Zeus and Chinook Hop combo. Unique blend 3.75 out of five. All right. Next one comes from Dan B. Uh, Brenner DP is Dan's handle. And Dan said, a little dank, a little pine, bitter all the way through. And Dan gave it a 3.25 out of five. But what is Tyler going to give it? It's a very weird way of saying that. Okay, yeah, um, I didn't get you mid-swallow, so you're Yeah, I know, I appreciate that. Thanks for buying some time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this a... I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I was actually... Um, I'm liking this maybe not more than I thought, but maybe more than I initially thought after the first couple of sips. Uh, it's getting better as I drink through it, so I'm going to give it a 3.75. I have given this a 3.75 before, so I'm actually going to stick with that same rating. I don't think it's the recipe, I don't think it's changed, so I'm going to stick with that. Uh, Producer Aiden giving it a 3.25. There you go. So that's going to give us an overall score of 3.6. No, 3.4375. Oh, you jumped the gun. There you go. I was was thinking about it, and I realized that I didn't give it a 3.25. I gave it a 3 because that's where I was between. So we're at 3.4375, which we will round on up. To a 3.5. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to move on to act number two then. All right. Act two, scene two. No? No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah? Is it right? I think it's right. Act two, you have a lot of beers, then you'll be seeing more than two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the second beer we're having is uh, Fry Fogel Fox, which is a lager. And this one comes in at 4.5% ABV with 18 IBUs. Yes, so the refreshing light Freifogel Fox is named after the last remaining Canada Company tavern built along the Huron Tract. In 1828, Sebastian Freifogel was commissioned to build on the Huron Tract close to Shakespeare. Now, did he know William Shakespeare around that 1828 timeline? Pretty sure they were roommates in college. <laughs> when Shakespeare was going to school here in Toronto, right? Yeah. Or something yeah. like William that? Shakespeare yeah. the Fourth. Was in Milton at that time. (laughs) (laughs) Construction of the current inn began in 1844. Not only was it huge as a stagecoach stop and inn, but also brought community together both politically and socially. The building ran as a tavern until 1867, as the Grand Trunk Railway was built in 1850 and became the more popular mode of transportation. Hmm. Thank you so much for the history lesson. You're welcome. 
I appreciate that. The knowledge that you have is just... Is just really on the can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he can uh, read. That, that is one thing I can do, is I can read. I mean... Decently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, did I screen? Did I screen? On Robert Munch books out of five. Okay. On Untapped, uh, Fry Focal Fox has um, 355 check-ins, and uh, with an average of 3.41 out of five. Didn't say anything about writing, folks. I just said stuff about reading. The, okay. <laughs> there's have been uh, there's been uh, three five out of fives. Yes. Okay. Grab your much larger can. Yes, that's the one thing we did not mention is the first can was 335, this one 473. And let's open her up. Oh, my and goodness. Shakespeare did used to use a lot of bottles, producer Aiden just throwing that in. Got, got her in my face there, fellas. Like William Shakespeare used bottles? I think so. I think he drank beer out of bottles. Well, of course, we're drinking this out of a can, as we mentioned, and we are pouring it into... A pint glass, so make sure to use your proper glassware. It's not like William Shakespeare is binge-watching a series on Netflix, right? He needs something to do. Probably drank some beer. And listens to the craft beer connoisseurs. <laughs> needs some inspiration for his plays, right? Exactly. All right. I don't know why there's not one named after us, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because he didn't travel. You know time. what? I think there was. It was called Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Midsummer Night's Dream, but okay, yeah. It's a, it's fine. Uh, I'm a little dreamy. I get that. Thanks, Brett. Uh, Brett, before we get into this, do you want to do the can? Do you want to try your hand at the can? Yes. Well, now that I know that the thing is called a rough. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know the thing is called a rough. There, Lots of roughs going on, eh? Now, this fox looks to be like a teacher in the 1800s, right? Mm. Uh, with the nice little... Now, you said... M- molecule, no, it's not molecules. It's <laughs> science. Uh, <laughs> nice little, like, glasses at the it nose. Is monocle. Monocle, thank you. <laughs> Uh, nice little glasses just at the tip of the nose um, and dressed, I believe, it, I mean, what can we say? It's 1800s clothing. Um, he's got the cane. His hand is, fox hands are on the cane at the bottom. Yep. Okay. All like power stance. You ever heard like power stance? Just like he's trying to show that he's got lots of power. Looks very... Um, Foxy? Yes. Um, <laughs> like, what were you going to say? Like a sly fox. Kind of yes. like, I'm the boss. Uh, yeah. He is a boss-ass fox. Let's just say that. Tyler, what are your thoughts? Great can. <laughs> Again, what, the can, can art, top-notch. What does the fox say? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> the fox says, what kind of glass were <laughs> No, I said that already. Oh, did you? What, did, what does this beer look like? That's what the fox says. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Using the glasses that sit on the nose without arms. Yeah. Yes. What you're called? Glasses. Okay. Spectacles. As you can tell, I'm not up in my 1800s eyewear, folks. <laughs> <laughs> You're still in the 1800s. Yes, not the 1800s. We discussed this. 1700s. 1700s. <laughs> I'm not up on, as a person who does not need glasses or wear glasses, I am not up on my eyewear. There you, there go. you go. So monocles, we learned about monocles. Yep. Spectacles. Spectacles. I thought the spectacle was just, you know, us in a room talking about this beer, but okay. And I think it's like, Pinsents or something is is something along those lines. Those glasses. I don't know. It does have the rough though. That thing I, that's I, called a rough. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna show up next time just for the rough. I'm probably gonna buy it at Goodwill or something like that. And it is gonna be at time. At a Victorian uh, costume store or something. Like yeah. 
You could go the Victoria to the, Goodwill. You could actually probably just go and get that from the uh, the theater warehouse. I in could. Trafford, actually. Or a Goodwill that's probably on Victoria Street here in London, I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's one there. Pretty sure you're wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what do we see? We see a nice honey color. Yeah. Uh, you go like honey, a, light honey. A tinge hazy, like not as clear as you might expect from a, a lager, but still, you know, lager-ish. Yep, for sure. No, uh, I, I, it smells like a lager. It does smell like it a lager. Yeah. Like a, yeah, that smells like a nice crisp lager, actually. Smells like something that uh, is going to go down real smooth and real easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, when I take William Shakespeare's play and just throw it on the ground, the play <laughs> goes down real nice and easy. I'm not a big reader. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't you drink? Yeah, that I'll, I can do. I'll do. <laughs> I'll do the talking at this point in time. But yeah, I know it, it smells like a, a very like stereotypical kind of lager on this one. Um, did you say that you've had this in the past? Uh, I have not had this in the past, actually. I don't know why I haven't had it. I think Aiden I, has. Yeah, Aiden has. Produce, Makes sense. 21 Aiden. out of 25, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. producer Aiden, not not the owner. I'm sure <laughs> well, the owner has had it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, people are breaking their backs, you know. I'm just, <laughs> you, you've probably had it. I have not had this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely goes down nice and smooth. Uh, oh, I gotta start drinking. Yeah, yeah you, you take some sips. Time, hey, thank you so much, guys. Uh, definitely some crispness that comes through yeah. on on the first uh, sips, as you would expect with the lager, a nice crisp lager. Um, yeah, nothing amazing about it jumping out, but I think not, just simple, refreshing, yeah, to the point. Nothing poorly done either. Exactly. So. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, she's a sly fox. Um, yeah. It's nice. I, again, I agree with the crispiness of it. Um, it it's it's nice. Like this is kind of one of those beers that does have an, a fair amount of flavor to it. Um, mm-hmm. For a lager, it's not like I'm I'm turned off by it either. It's 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 pretty straightforward with it, right? That's my gig. When you hit the microphone, that's my. Thing. Yeah, it didn't pick up on it though. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, true. It didn't touch it, it with your glass either. So you're no, right. I didn't. Yeah. yeah, but you. This is this is a Brett special. <laughs> I mean, you ain't wrong. All right, do you want to do the top five flavor profiles? I did the first one, so Chris yeah, did this one. Do you want to do these, Chris? Or do yeah, you want to sure, do? sure. Okay. So yeah, the first yeah. one comes in as light. Yeah, sure, Chris, do it. Okay, why not? Uh, yeah, it's like. Oh, did you want to do? No, it? no, it's no. Nice. Okay, it's nice. next time. You can do the next, next episode. Oh, man. thanks, guys. The next act. Yes, you can yeah. do it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's light. It drinks light. I feel like uh, this is a. Um, do it. Wow. I'm going to save what I was going to just say because producer Aiden wrote it down. So I'll save it for, for after we're done mm. five. I think you, this is definitely a good patio beer for sure. Yeah. You guys are so similar. No, we're uh, not. So Do you <laughs> ever, never take that back right now. Not a chance. No. <laughs> uh, so the second one comes in as malty. Um, yeah. Aiden's no. put, what's that, six question marks to, uh, beside this one? Pretty sure six. he's really questioning it. Uh, I, I would agree. I don't really get this one at all. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Uh, number three. Oh, this is so cute. Uh, gentle. Why is that cute? I, I think it's cute too. <laughs> Thank you. What am I? What am I doing here? <laughs> You're uh, here for the can art. I'll be honest. Yes. I've I've never seen gentle as a flavor profile. I, I haven't either. But I also can kind of understand though, right? Because it's it's not aggressive. Obviously, it's not in your face. It's not like. Uh, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Is it? It's a light drinking lager. Yeah. Um, that is 
it has flavor, but it's not something that's like, okay, I can pinpoint one specific thing and it's just like, that's all you get. Yeah. So I think gentle can almost go with balanced. I do like how there's 300 something check-ins of this beer and gentle has made its way as the number three flavor profile. I'm going to push that up. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be using gentle for sure on that. I actually am glad that we have first come across, like this is the first time we've come across gentle. Yeah, I didn't know Every that was Every single beer Tyler checks in now, Yeah, it's gentle. going to be gentle. Oh, only if it treats me right. Maybe this is a gentle fox. Ooh. Uh, all right, so number four is sweetness. Uh, so Aiden saying move this up. I would agree. I'm getting actually yes. a lot of sweetness on this one. This I'd almost might... put this in the number one spot. Mm. I After gonna... gentle, maybe? <laughs> Definitely a rejecta. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna go number one. Yeah. I was gonna go probably like three. two or three, but right. yeah. Gentle um, can go up in one or two. Yeah, it's interchangeable. I and then it. number five is uh cop out. I guess the same thing. It's just sweet instead of sweetness. So kind of covered that base already. Yep. Um so yeah, Aiden said that, you know, crisp needs to be here for sure. Uh and then Tyler. Yeah. So the one thing that I was gonna say earlier on, just to kind of circle back on it, was crushable. Um again, we know it's not a flavor profile, but I feel like this is a very crushable one. Kind of goes back to I believe what you were saying, Brett, about a patio beer. Mm-hmm. Is that if this is a hot summer day, then you can you can take this to town. Yeah. And you can look up at the hops that are grown on the patio at Shakespeare as well. There you go. All right, that's the uh, top five flavor profiles. There you go. So let's uh, discuss some untapped users' thoughts. Yeah, so I had the first one, and it is from Matt, and his handle is Glovebox22. I like that handle. That's a nice handle. You like a good glove box? I just think it's it's unique. Like, yeah. who's like, hey, you know I'm going to create a handle? Looks to the right when they're driving, boom, glove box. The glove boxes don't get enough love. By the What's way, does anyone actually put their gloves in the glove box? I always say, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, of this course is why, he does. This is why I'm not like producer aided. <laughs> this is exactly, well, like what? The glove, you know, don't fit. You must have quit. We got producer aided over here putting his actual gloves in a glove box. What a lunatic. Mine has its uh, the driver manual for my car in it. That's about yep, it. That's and the insurance. Yeah, insurance, yeah. It's actually completely... Useless. Useless because you, you have, have to reach, to reach over, over to yeah. the passenger side. Oh, don't mind me while I almost crash my vehicle while yeah. I take my eyes off the road. My, my hands, hands are, are cold, <laughs> so I needed my gloves and oh, my glove box. My, uh, probably, <laughs> don't you like, guys have got heated steering wheels these days? Yeah, but this is yeah, the kind exactly. of guy that probably puts moisturizer in his gloves before he puts his hand <laughs> into them just to soften it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> really. anyway, uh, it's wild. <laughs> this review from Matt. Uh, sharp nose, sharp bitterness. Fruity aftertaste. Okay. He gave it a right. 2.75 out of 5. I guess that's better than a sharp aftertaste. Yep. Yeah, that's true. True. Uh, so the next one comes from Justin P. Uh, Beer Palace is Justin's handle. And he said, uh, just a cut the grass kind of beer. And Justin gave it a 3.25 out of 5. I, I do agree. That would be a nice beer after cutting the grass. Or during cutting the grass. Yeah, that, that too. There you go. Yeah, smart. Smart. <laughs> I'm a smart guy. Yep. Out of five bottle caps, I'm going to give this one a 3.5. Middle of the road for me. Okay. Very good. Easy drinking. As I said before, you know, this is a, a pretty thick lager. Nothing, uh, over, you know, nothing very extraordinary about it. Nothing terrible about it. 3.5 for me. All right. I'm going to go a bit higher than you guys. Uh, I'm going to go 3.75. I think this is uh, on the higher end of uh, the what I would usually give a lager. 
That's uh, great. So this is going to give us. Oh well, wait, you got one more. Yeah, yeah. producer Aiden. Don't forget about Aiden. Yeah. Uh, I, he, I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking of his gloves in his glove box. <laughs> I know, like, who does that? Uh, so he's also giving it a 3.75. Um, uh, same as he had off the top at the brewery. So there you go. There you go. I wonder if he drove to the brewery with the gloves on or in the box. In the glove box. It's yeah. tough to say. And like, once he's had the heat on for a while, does he take the gloves off and then put them in the glove box? Man of mystery. And we will find out at the next producer's convention. Um, that's going to give us an overall score of 3.625. And that concludes the review of Shakespeare and the beers provided. Yes. But we will take the 3.625 and move it up, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yes, we will. All right. So it'll be a 3.75. All right. So the last act, act three. Oh. We're going to be discussing some of our favorite food items. All right, we are back. We are. So for the grand is, finale, right? This is Act Three. This is it. This is the uh, the swan song. The final act. Keep this. What's going to happen? We just got back a, after the intermission. Gone, this is right? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So inspired by the episode, um, kind of looked at actually really not the episode. Kind of looked at the day in uh, which this is releasing, which is really I guess today. <laughs> yes, that would be accurate. And you know what today is? May eleventh. Uh, May eleventh, yeah. And you know what they say about May eleventh? Um, nothing. No. Uh, what they say in the U.S. is it is National Eat What You Want Day. Preach. Do that, what you that want. That is every day for me. Eat what you want. Today is the day in which you can do it, and that is America. Amen. Um, now, it also has got National Crouton Day, which is May 13th. So this which is, I did not believe until you gave me the market research behind that before off air. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't lie to you. That's a, that's a Canadian thing. So we wanted to kind of touch base on some foods. And the way that we're going to do this is breakfast is just kind of one kind of holistic meal. What would you have for breakfast? We're going to talk about that. Then we're going to talk about the three courses for um, for your kind of like... We'll go dinner because lunch and dinner can be mixed on what you oh, yeah. on what you want, right? Lunch is kind of eh. Lunch is whatever, right? It's really about breakfast and dinner for sure. So it's we'll true. keep it short. We'll keep it simple because the thing is, is you're listening to this podcast. You've now found out that's nationally what you want day. We don't want to hold you back. Eat what you want. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Twenty four seven three sixty five. There you go. <laughs> All right, so. Breakfast. We're going to do this roundtable as we like to do breakfast. For me, I will kick it off because this is my episode. I don't care what Aiden says. The producer, that is, not the brewer. Um, I am a big fan of French toast. I like a French toast. And we've got into the habit at my in-laws when we spend the night to get stacked. Have you guys heard of stacked? I have heard of it. I've never had it. There's a stack coming to Stratford, I believe. Oh, yes, I did hear it. So there's a chain. It's a breakfast chain. They have some really good breakfast foods. Not a big breakfast guy usually, but I will go with a French toast, usually with some like blueberries or, or some fruit, some drizzle. I think the last time I had it was a uh, blueberry French toast strudel. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. I'm uh, just surprised you ate. Yeah, th- thank you so much. <laughs> I've also true. been drinking a lot of water recently. He, he ate before noon. Yeah, oh my goodness. Amazing. I, had a block I don't. Of, I, had so. a block, I had a block of cheese halfway through this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Jalapeno, I may add. It was. I, had a, I had a cut of it. It was very good. Not bad. Uh, producer Aiden says, Hungry Man's Breakfast. Now, here's the thing. Okay, I keep it like uh, simple. Producer Aiden, he's got his hands in his gloves. 
Uh, says breakfast, hungry man's breakfast with all free meats, bacon, ham, sausage, eggs over easy, extra home fries instead of pancakes and rye toast. We're not at a Is diner. Is there anything else you'd like with that, sir? We're not at a diner. Are you, Maybe you a bu- cup of coffee? No, he doesn't drink now, coffee. Now, you butter in that toast yourself, or is that coming pre-buttered? Pre-buttered. You know, lazy yeah. sack of- Actually, it might come from the butter that's in his gloves almost, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hand butter. Chris, what do you got for breakfast? What, what's your go-to? I'm going to go um, BLT. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You kind of get, you know, that sandwich that you might have at lunch, but like- that bacon with, you know, everyone knows, lettuce, what, everyone knows what's on the BLT. It's just, it's just really good. I, I love myself a good BLT for breakfast. A little salt and pepper on that. Now oh, you, you guys may hate me for this, but I'm not really a huge breakfast guy. I don't really. I'm, I'm not either. I'm kind of I the same as Tyler. I really it. don't eat before noon. Yeah. I eat a lot afternoon. But uh, besides the point, um, I'm just a basic, you know, a couple of scrambled eggs and some bacon. couple of scrambled eggs and some bacon. You know, breakfast is the most important meal. Yeah, That's what that they explain, say. But and that explains why I don't have it. Here's the thing is, look at where I'm at today. I think I'm doing okay. Um, okay, so what we're going to do with this here is three-part kind of main course meal. So let's start with the the appy, the appetizer. Let's say you're going out. I'm going to set the set the scene here a little bit. You're going out. Say it's a very important business dinner. Like maybe a podcast is going to do a collaboration. We with need to be party. having a dinner like that soon too, right? Right? We're going out. It's fancy-dancy. Okay? Oh. Appetizer. My is, go- it, is it fancy or is it just... Whatever you want. Uh, it's, try and, fa- it's fancy because I'm involved. Yeah, try and go a little upscale a bit. You know what I mean? Like, we're going for a good dinner here. Okay. Uh, appetizer. I'm going with a nice bruschetta. Mm. Very nice. You, you can't go wrong. You can't. And the thing is, is the thing with it is, like, you're going to get it in, like, the winter. It's nice. You get a nice uh, crispness to it. Yeah. It, you get in the summertime. Again, it's very light, fresh, fresh ingredients. Very nice. Uh, does somebody else want to give the producer? Yeah, so he he loves a good classic Caesar salad. Now, uh, I'm, maybe I'm, with some croutons for so, national croutons. Yeah. That's true. I was going to say, does producer understand that Caesar salad is made with some seafood in it? Like a very classic one. And very good with the anchovies. You're okay with that. Not a big fan of it. So maybe not the classic Caesar salad, maybe the modified Caesar salad. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe some parm on top. Yeah, yes. there you go. Bacon bits. Yeah. There you go. So I didn't go, quote unquote, fancy. You don't have to, but I'm just thinking, like, uh, treat yourself. We just talked about that. I'm going to go with a nice plate of nachos. It's a heck of an appetizer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you're out like a... Like like to split amongst the table, right? Party nachos. Okay. Like uh, any kind of meat? Yeah, some ground beef on top. Beef guy, not chicken guy? Yeah, you got to go ground beef. Jalapenos? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yes, absolutely. That's why I love you. For, sure. yeah. for myself, uh, honestly, my, my one of my favorite appetizers... No, I don't like breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> ...is, uh, if you go into like, a nice upscale restaurant, the free bread that they provide. <laughs> a simple Italian bread. Right? Like, you can't go wrong. It's like freshly baked. It's nice and soft. You put some butter on it or some, whatever else they provide. And you Sometimes it. just it's a, it's oil. Some olive oil, maybe olive oil, uh, olive oil, oil vinegar whatever, mix, right? or whatever balsamic yeah. mix. I, I love I love how you're saying, you know, my appetizer is the free bread that comes <laughs> yeah. with my meal. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You cheapskate. I, I do cheap out on some things. Other things I do not cheap out on. There you go. Yep. All right. Now for the main, the main course. Uh, for myself, I am a big fan of pizzas. 
But if I'm going out to a nice restaurant, I do enjoy the Italian side of things. So I'm going with like a like a, a white cream Alfredo sauce pasta, uh, vegetables, maybe some chicken thrown in there, like maybe like a carbonara, um, you know, throw a little bacon into that, some cheese, lots of cheese. And when they say, would you like pepper with that? Yeah, I would. And I want you to keep going until your wrist is sore. Yeah, don't stop. Don't stop. You do enjoy a good pepper grinder. I do. Absolutely. Uh, Brett, why don't you say uh, producer Aiden's? Big fan of the tomato-based pasta. Mm. I don't know if it's a specific kind of noodle that's involved with that. But nope. uh, as long as it's tomato sauce-based. Probably not a rice noodles. noodle. Right. Probably not. Um, yeah, that's basic and simple. Okay. That's the point. Well, if, if we're going kind of a little bit upscale, I'm going to go with a nice prime rib. Oh, prime rib, yes. Um, like rare, I think, with a prime rib. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, with mashed potatoes on the side. Like a garlic, garlic mash? mash. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some green beans. Honestly, why are we not married? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is a uh, meal I would have at your guys' reception. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah, can make maybe. this work. I, that Let's actually sounds really yeah. good. But uh, yes, for me, uh, I guess if, we both have to get divorced. <laughs> Whatever. It, it might be somewhat costly. Um, Not for really. Me, <laughs> for myself, um, I'm more of just like if somebody's going to make a uh, home-based pizza, right? Yeah. I am A-OK with just trying out whatever kind of homemade pizza they're going to make and eating it. I'm simple. Yeah. You are very nice simple. Pizza. We can, right about that. We can, I'm very, very simple. We can agree with that. No problem. Do you want to know what's not simple? Dessert. Oh, you're you're conflicted a bit. What is what a segue? <laughs> Your best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dessert. So for me, um, not a big sweets guy. I don't really have a, a whole lot. I'd go with maybe like a, a brownie, uh, maybe like a molten lava cake. But I'm also a big fan of cheesecake and. Um, I mean, this is where the similarity might be drawn between me and producer. Not a huge dessert guy, but cherry raspberry cheesecake. And uh, I, I can tell you, last week I had a really nice cheesecake at Animes. So, oh, you went to Animes. Yeah, nice. check call. it out. Check it out. I've been there, yes. Well, I, I love a good cheesecake too, but since uh, both you and Aiden took that one, I'm going to go with a nice tiramisu. I am not going to go with that whatsoever. <laughs> not a chance. Uh, my actual personal favorite, if I could um, um, segue to that. Um, <laughs> or, or just say it. Yeah. Or just like, it's your I'm turn. a huge fan of apple pie, and I'm a huge oh, fan of cheesecake. Oh, good call, yeah. And the Cheesecake Factory, which is at Le Dippery in Stratford, has an apple pie cheesecake that I probably dummy once a month. Not the whole thing. It's just a slice. But it is. Cool. Um, all right. <laughs> And then kind of like what's your like go-to brewery food? Um, I'll start. I'm going to say this. It's not necessarily my favorite, but it is one that I like to have because you only really see it at breweries and kind of like ball diamonds is like a, a, a nice warm soft pretzel with like a, a beer cheese or kind of the, the mustard. I don't mind the mustard, but I do enjoy a, a beer cheese dip as well. Uh, Chris, why don't you say producers and then roll into yours? Buddy. Yeah. So Aiden loves a good burger. Um, so I kind of took a... Welcome to Gary Burger, home of the Gary Burger. Can I take it over, please? I, I kind of took like the snacking approach. I like to snack when I'm having beer. I like peanuts. So shell on, you know, cracking the shell open, eating the peanuts, throw the shell on the floor. 
I love that. Memories, eh? Doesn't yeah. that bring you back? Yeah. Rock bottom. Rock bottom. Yeah, there you go. Windsor, Ontario, no for, longer. For there. myself, I'm gonna I'm gonna do two. One in Canada, one in the States. In Canada, I do enjoy popcorn. I do like having popcorn with my You hate popcorn in the States, so I <laughs> yeah. in the States they have everybody's place has this has pizza logs. Like a, like an egg roll with like pizza and pepperoni and cheese in it. Pizza. Oh they have that at Anderson. Oh, okay. I need yeah. to go to Anderson very soon then. Yeah. Um, those things are damn tasty. So I guess Anderson in Canada too. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I go there now too. But yeah, pizza logs, the absolute top-notch food to have at a brewery. There you go. So I think that's our food items, right? Yeah. I think so. So I'm hungry now. I was just Very say. much so, yes. So National Eat What You Want Day. Make sure you eat whatever you want. And treat yourself. Treat yourself. We'll be right back with our farewell. And scene. Oh. That's all for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite Shakespearean actor. There you go. So from all of us and producer Aiden, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together we're the craft beer connoisseurs. <laughs>